Hey, Night Owls. Welcome to the 2023 Christmas episode of Isn't It Past Your Bedtime. I'm Rachel. And I'm Krista. I almost said Christmas. I'm Krista, not Christmas. I mean, you could be Christmas. This yeah. is like the vibe we're going for <laughs> right now. So, uh, well, Merry Christmas to those who celebrate. We yes. got lucky that this actually fell on Christmas this year. I know. We wonder if we can remember to post it and everything on time. Or completely I forget. will really try. <laughs> <laughs> so you might be hearing this afterwards. And if so, I hope you had a wonderful holiday if you celebrate. Um, because this actually fell directly on Christmas, we do usually do a Christmas episode, but this one is like Christmas classics. Mm-hmm. Um, so both of the books that we've chosen this time around actually have their own like associated like classic Christmas movie. Um, so that's kind of fun. I like it. It's wasn't really intentional. <laughs> no, <laughs> like it, was, it really wasn't. No, I picked mine because it was short and I just didn't have the bandwidth. Actually, that's not true. I picked a different one and it was really bad. Then I picked this one because it was short. The first one I started was really bad. It was like an eight and a half hour listen because I had an audible credit. So I was like, that's what I use my credit on. It's perfect. And it was like, they tried too hard. Like I'm going to vent about the book that I picked first for a second. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what it was, but they tried so hard to make it Christmassy. Like this girl moves back to her hometown of mistletoe to help her family on the Christmas tree farm with her cat named Cindy Lou who her neighbor's name is cookie and somebody is killed with like a candy cane and I was like I (laughs) I cannot like it's like it's a hallmark but make it murder and I was only a half hour in. <laughs> oh my I was like I, I was like, no, it's just going to keep going. And I couldn't do it. It was like a hallmark on steroids. So we're doing Christmas classics. <laughs> um, I think most people who celebrate Christmas have seen the movies. But, you know, if not, I'm going to give you a little rundown of the movie, too. Um, obviously, this is my first time reading the book that goes with my Christmas movie. So I'm going to mostly talk about the comparison. Let's be real. Um, I like it. So I did Christmas Story by Gene Shepard. It's funny, though, because when you look at it on Audible, that's what it's called. It says, like, Christmas Story, the book that inspired the movie. And so I was like, cool, awesome. Mm-hmm. But when I Googled it, because I was like, I wonder if this is, like, true. Um, technically, that's not even the book that the movie's based on. They, like, <laughs> made it again. Oh, weird. Yeah, so it's the movie Christmas story is actually based on a book called in God, we trust all others pay cash. (laughs) Um, It's a collection of like semi autobiographical stories by the same author, but Mm. they base, I'm guessing that the reason that they call it Christmas story now and like this republishing of it is that they took the stories that they used to make Christmas story and put them all together instead of it being like kind of spread out in a larger short story collection. So the ones that I read were directly related to Christmas story, but shockingly, they're not actually all Christmas. Like they did such a good job in the movie, making it like a very linear, like Christmas classic, mm-hmm. but like, that's not how the short story collection goes. Also, but, like, I, I get it. I have, I have a confession. I don't think I've seen that movie. Oh my god! Krista, I don't think I, I don't know that I've seen like any of the. Me. I don't know that I've seen any of the okay. classics. Okay, so if any other of you heathens have not seen Christmas Story, my family watches it on Christmas Eve every year. I watch it with my dad every year, so like it's like our big movie. Yeah. Um, Christmas Story, the movie, is basically um, this family who lives in Indiana. They 
it's their Christmas. Like it's talking about like what Christmases were like when he was a kid. The narrator is like him as an adult looking back on like what a classic Indiana Christmas was like for his family who was like fairly poor, but not like super poor. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, I mean, low like middle 60s, class, probably yeah. like stay at home mom. I don't really know what his dad does. Maybe he's a salesman or something. It's not clear. They don't, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically the story is about Ralphie who really wants a Red Ryder BB gun for Christmas, but all the adults are against him because they think he's going to shoot his eye out. I so you know that saying, I know the phrase. Yeah. Like I think <laughs> most people know that at least, um, yeah. but that's basically what the story is about. But it like it, obviously there's more to it than that. Like with his um, like, you get to know like all the other characters, like his friends, like there's a classic scene where like they double dog dare his best friend to like stick his tongue to a telephone pole in Midwest winter. It's going to stick. The fire department comes like, yeah. So it's a lot of these like cute little, like funny stories. Like there's like a bully who chases them. Like his brother gets wrapped up so much in like the winter clothes. He can't put his arms down. Like (laughs) it's funny. It's cute. Like his dad's in a constant fight with the furnace and like swearing at it. And then Ralphie swears and, they're like where did they learn these swear words like <laughs> it's just it's very comical but like like the leg lamp is like a very classic mm. thing from christmas story that's where it's from um so the book has all of these elements it's just not all around christmas time okay. so that's what really threw me off the most about the book so in the book there is the Ralphie wants a Red Rider BB gun, this thing that tells time. A lot of the same quotes that happen in the short story do happen in the movie, despite whether the short story actually happened within Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um, the first short story that they tell, because I can kind of tell based on the chapters, like that they're essentially different short stories. Um, first of all, in the book, I don't think you even know the kid's name. He just talks about like, in Indiana and like my kid brother, like, I don't even know that he's ever said the name in the book. <laughs> I was like trying to pay attention to it. And I was like, I, I don't think I even heard his name at all. So I don't know if they made that up for the movie yeah. or what, <laughs> like, but I mean, obviously if it's autobiographical and you know, it's written by Gene Shepard probably means Gene and their younger brother. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Unclear to me. Um, so obviously some of the names have been changed for the movie. And then I just think the biggest surprise is that some of those stories weren't part of Christmas time. So yeah. like, like I said, the first short story, it is the Christmas one, like the classic, um, he like writes an essay and he wants it. And the teacher writes on the essay, like you'll shoot your eye out kid. And so he's like, it's this big conspiracy by adults. Like th- these adults that don't want them to like manufacture like kids, BB guns are the same ones that think that like, um, not producing certain things means that you're not going to want them you know mm-hmm. like you just take it away and then you won't want it he's like kids are going to want them anyway like i'm a i'm a boy in indiana in the 60s like that's what i want like even if you didn't produce them that still would be the thing that i wanted and so like to a kid it would seem like a big conspiracy theory oh, yeah. right like santa tells him you'll shoot your eye out kid like his mom does like everybody does and so like that's like the basis and like my favorite story of it but I did think it was interesting because within the short story collection, you do get to know the characters a little bit deeper because there's more information about it, right? They weren't taking these like four or five short stories and condensing them into like a week around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's that long. I think it's like three days. Like he talks about how um, like radio is the big thing at the time, right? Like not everyone has a television set. And so he wants the little orphan Annie like decoder thing but like in order to get it you had to like mail in like your Ovaltine but his family was too poor for him to drink Ovaltine 
But like, you don't know that in the movie. Mm-hmm. You just know that he's waiting for his little orphan Annie decoder. Yeah. So you don't see him like steal Ovaltine packages <laughs> out of his neighbor's like garbage cans, <laughs> like in order to get the thing. So like, I did enjoy like the additional context that I got. The leg lamp is actually like a logo for an orange soda company at the time. Oh. Which that context I think is really interesting. Like, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have known that. And so like when his dad is like pulling out the lamp at first, they think it's a statue because they don't see the um like lamp cover lampshade. Mm-hmm. Like then I have the context to understand what it is. And so in the movie, they probably did know that like it was a symbol and he's like, Oh my God, it's a lamp. <laughs> but like, as a kid, you're like, that's such a random thing. Yeah, like, like why so would, why would it be this like sexy leg lamp? Like, so I did enjoy getting that additional context. Um, like the dad in the movie has this like ongoing thing with the neighbors, like the bumpuses where like the bumpuses have like a million dogs and the dogs like come in and they knock their turkey over and they take the turkey or the dogs will like bum rush him when he comes home from work. So like the bumpuses dogs are a thing. And he's always like, damn it, bumpuses. Like <laughs> it's funny. And like my husband and I will say that all the time to each other when like something dumb happens to the dog. <laughs> like Bumpuses. But like you find out more about it. Like they're newer to the town. They're kind of like um like like white trashy almost Mm -hmm. like their yard is like filled with like garbage and like old vehicles and they have all these dogs because they're basically like junkyard dogs and so like that additional context though makes it funnier so I feel like when I watch the movie this year having that additional context about some of these relationships that like Ralphie has with um like the neighbors and like that kind of thing is gonna make the movie funnier yeah (laughs) so like while the the book itself was just surprising in the fact that like the leg lamp thing happened in spring of the following year or something like that Mm -hmm. didn't happen at Christmas time. So it wasn't this like continuous, like Christmas story, but like, I understand that for the movie's purposes, it made sense to pull all of these different pieces from their life and be like, this is kind of what a classic Indiana Christmas could be like. Because like when you tell somebody what Christmases were like when you were a kid, you don't always say like one specific Christmas was exactly like this, right? Yeah. It's like, well, we would do this thing and we would do this thing or we would do this thing. Like, and like randomly this one year we did that. or Yeah, but mm. it wouldn't always necessarily happen in like one Christmas. Like not every single Christmas was the exact same like that. So that's kind of how I felt about the book. Like it was cool to get the context and it was interesting that they were like short stories. I really didn't expect it to be short stories. I thought they were going to be at least telling like a classical, like this is what a typical Christmas looked like. Like I didn't necessarily think it was all stories from one single Christmas because I always think about that and stuff. I'm like, do you really remember the specifics of a single Christmas when you were like nine no, it's like I can grab like a part of it. Like there's like one I remember coming down to like a bike right. and a beanbag chair. And I remember exactly where they were. I can yeah. tell you how old I was. I like the I can totally I know tell it, the color is because I had it for years. Yeah, right. But you could totally tell like, oh, yeah, there was that one year where I really wanted that one thing. But maybe that was the same year that the turkey thing happened. But mm-hmm. maybe it was the same year as that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I. Like, I'm not mad that all of the things didn't occur at Christmas time. They just pulled different, like, classic. And, like, you just got to know a little bit more about, like, Indiana in the 1960s, which I thought mm-hmm. was kind of fun. Um, they talked about, like, how when the winds would hit in, like, the summertime, there was so much sand. It was like a sandstorm. And so the kids would, like, literally just slice their sneakers open, like, at the base so that they could just, like, tilt their shoe 
Oh, jeez. And shake it out <laughs> and then just keep going. I'm like, yeah, but then you're also going to get more sand. So uh-huh. it's like, <laughs> like kids, kid, whatever. Yeah, but there's like a lot of like kid logic that goes on in it, which is just really funny. So as a whole, the short story collection, separating it from Christmas story, I'm going to give it like, I'm going to give it like a four. Like the stories themselves were solid. Like they, like I said, I'm trying to keep it separate from Christmas story when I give a rating about the book itself, which is very hard for me to do considering how many times I've seen Christmas story. <laughs> but um, yeah, the stories themselves though, like they were really, like they were pretty thorough. Like I felt like I got to know the characters really well. Like they did a good job telling about what their childhood was like growing up in the Indiana in the sixties. So, um, but for the movie comparison's sake, obviously not a direct comparison but i did like how many quotes i could pull out of the short stories whether or not they were like actually christmas short stories or not and point to them in the movie like some things obviously for movie purposes they did exaggerate um like the bunny outfit people who've seen the movie know what i'm talking about but like he gets this outfit from his aunt clara where she's under the impression that he's not only perpetually four but a girl it's like this full bunny like pink bunny costume Mm -hmm. in the book it's just a pair of slippers it's not a whole Uh, costume mm um but like obviously that's funny for the movie yeah that would be a lot more funny (laughs) yeah so um i did i did enjoy it though i think it's going to be interesting watching um christmas story this year i'm sure i'm going to be like oh my god guess what context yeah i know this annoy know the crowd and everyone who's watching with me um but yeah so it was fun it was totally worth it even though you know it wasn't totally what i expected yeah well good i'm glad you got that one versus that horrible hallmark mo- murder one. i was like i can't even tell anyone about this no I'm embarrassed to read it <laughs> the one that i was gonna do that i had like started it was like these twins and like one of them is like well-known pastry chef on a tv show and the other one is like a hometown like works at the bakery that they grew up in and they were like going to trade lives for the christmas for whatever reasons Mm. but in the first five pages they said somebody who's he's clearly going to become a love interest because they hate him right now they said his first and last name eight times in five pages like damn you dan jones and or whatever his name was and i was and it was one of those ones where as soon as i saw it i was like i can't it's just not bad writing notice it yeah it was so much and like literally his name would be a sentence like this is like her nemesis and she'd be so upset and blame everything on him and it was like he's gonna be a love interest it's gonna turn around and i just you're gonna love him it. in like five pages just relax okay yeah yeah so i just couldn't do it um and so i did literally just switched to mine because it's like a three-hour listen um so i did a christmas carol by charles dickens and i listened to the one by hugh grant but when I went there's back and looked, there's a few different audiobooks. There's there's like six of them. Like there was one Tim that, Curry like, does one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, if I had seen that, I probably would have picked his. But Hugh Grant did a really good job. Um, because it's like he's perform- got that great British accent too, though. Like I feel mm-hmm. like that adds to the the Christmas Carol vibe. Yeah, and it's like performed by, not like necessarily narrated by yeah. the wording too. So you know, like when a character is laughing, he's like literally actually laughing and i like i kind of was like skimming the book a little bit um because you can get it free from the library like on mm. kindle and he's like adding like a little bit of extra stuff just to make it more like of a natural conversation of what it would be today so i think he did a really good on that i also have not uh seen any iteration of this movie <sighs> you know there's like 900 like there's a, i know there's a muppet i one. literally can't <laughs> even comprehend so there's like the muppets one right and then there's the um mickey mouse christmas carol right yep, where saw like that one. tiny tim <laughs> and then there is the one that, was, that came out it's gonna have like high scrooge, school. scrooge mcduck or something probably yeah something like that yeah. and then like mickey is like 
Tiny Tim and his assistant. And then like there's the <laughs> animated one that was a little darker that Jim Carrey was um, Scrooge. Mm-hmm. That one happened. Like there's so many. And the- there, oh wait. There's a cl- there's like the song. original classic one. I think there's like black and white probably or like that like sepia tone or whatever. I feel like the first one I ever saw was probably the Muppets one. Yeah, there's a ton of them, and I have not seen a single one. I and can't I, even believe that. I had like, intended to. Been living. I was like, I don't, apparently, I just don't care about classic Christmas. <laughs> I do Home Alone and Die Hard, and then I kind of just move on. Um, you know, I've never seen Die Hard, so I guess we can be even. Yeah. So uh, I cannot speak at all to the accuracy of booked movie. I'm gonna guess it's probably similar-ish. I have no idea. Uh, the book is split into like five parts. Um, and so the first part is like kind of we're kicking it all off. Scrooge is all grumpy, like his nephew shows up and invites him over to Christmas, and he's like, that's when he hits the bah humbugs. Um, mm-hmm. and then like these other guys come over, and I don't really know why, but they're just like, Hey, dude, like you used to do business because he works the um company is called like scrooge and marley or scrooge Mar- i think it's scrooge and marley or something like that which is like yeah. him and like his old friend who's now dead um and so these people like show up and i don't really know why they're here or what they're talking about like i'm pretty sure they're what, asking him to donate to something that, sa- that sounds right yeah that does sound right yeah they're at, like hey give money because it's christmas and he was like why would i do that like just shut it down and they're like, like get out yeah and they're like you don't want him to like eat and he was like i don't know can't they go to like a soup kitchen or prison like that was one that I was like, oh, prison, great. That's a yeah, wonderful way bad. to get three meals a day. Okay, you're a great guy there, Scrooge. Um, and so like, that happens. He goes to bed, whatever. He's visited by the ghost of Marley. And he like instantly is like, oh, okay, cool. Hi, bud. You're a ghost. This is not, this is totally normal. Which is not scared in the book? Not really. He's like uh, kind of annoyed and like, this is weird, but you're here. Like, I think he just thinks it's a dream. And it's like, oh, I must be thinking it because like these people came and I was thinking about him when I was at the shop today. And it's just like, okay, whatever. And then Wild. next part is where like section number one goes to Christmas past and he like, and he just goes like this ghost shows up and he's like, hey, because Marley tells him that like, hey, like three ghosts are going to come. So the first ghost comes and he's just like, oh, this is cool. Sure. Let's go. Take me to the past. And I was like, you didn't put up a single fight. Like you were like, yeah, let's get on to getting bud it shocks me how chilly is because in every iteration of the movie like he's like terrified like yeah well i partially miss not believing it you know what i mean like must be a dream or whatever but also like i thought he was going to be super angry the whole time because he's so curmudgeony and so he like goes to the one in the past where he's like seeing himself have a christmas and it's like a super great christmas he got whatever the heck he wanted and he's like oh my gosh i totally forgot how like much i loved being a kid at christmas time and this is wonderful like literally in that one his heart grows three sizes like straight up like we just jumped to the end of the grinch he's a happy camper now like it is so fast like the weird like switch of him being like man everything sucks to this and he's like okay so like that's fine and you're like good great like yeah you had a good christmas and he's kind of like oh i wonder when i like stopped doing that somebody probably died i'll be honest i don't remember exactly um and so then second or we get to the third stands or whatever the heck i don't honestly don't know what they called them i couldn't i read the word i don't know how to pronounce it he said it in a british accent i still don't know how to say like, it like stanza like kind of like that. something like yeah. that it's like five parts we're on a third part now which is the ghost of christmas present and he's like stoked he's like yeah dude like show me like let's do this um and so they go to the nephew's house where he had been invited for christmas and that he had told him to like screw it off um and like so or i guess before that they actually go to the house of like 
Billy Bob, Jim Bob, whatever, um, who has the tiny Tim. That's like the tiny Tim's dad is Bob something or other who like works for Scrooge. And they have a like goose. Bob Cratchit? Cratchit. There you go. Yep. See, if I had known, watched the movies, I'd probably know the names, but it's okay. like, well, it's like Bob something. It's like Billy Bob Cratchit. It has like, he has the two first names, I think. Yeah, he does. Um, And so Jim Bob is there with his family and they have a goose and it's like the most delicious goose these people have ever had. Like these are like, they do not, they have like no money. They're like They're poor, very poor, poor, but it's great. And then like the mom is going to go get like the dessert pudding. And as she's walking away, she's like terrified. She's like, one, is it even going to like be enough for the family? Did somebody steal it? Everything is fine with that. They are happy campers, even though they have nothing but this like small ass goose and some pudding. And they like make a toast, like Billy Bob makes a toast and he's like to love and family and to Scrooge. And the wife slash mom is like, yeah, no, we're not toasting to him. He's a dirt bag. Like he could pay you more. He cares about nobody. And he says, the dad is just like to Scrooge. And, you know, we really got to do this. And I'm like, is he your Lord and Savior? Why do you care so much about this man? Okay. What if he's listening? And he is. (laughs) And he is. Yeah. And so she's like, okay, fine. Like, I wish him a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, even though I know he won't have one because he has no soul and he cannot be happy. And the kids are like, okay. And it kind of like puts a damper on their like thing. And I was like, maybe you didn't need to toast to your shitty ass boss. Like, I'm just saying that's not who I'm putting my holiday toast to. It's not on my list. Yeah. And I love my boss yeah but like uh on my list of toasts not there uh and then the, then they go to the nephew's house and it's like the nephew and like some nieces by marriage and i i don't know there's a handful of people there they're having a grand old time the nephew's like oh yeah no i invited him but like ha 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 you know him and they're like he literally had like the best laugh in the whole wide world and it was so infectious and nobody's ever had a better laugh than the nephew um and like he's there and everybody's like well of course he didn't come and he was like i'm gonna continue to invite him every single christmas in case he ever changes his mind, he will always be welcome here. And Scrooge is like, oh my gosh, really? He thinks that about me? And you're like, dude, yeah, your family, like, chill, okay? Um, and then they start, like, playing, like, a game, basically 20 questions. But, of course, this is, like, old-timey, so they call mm-hmm. it not 20 questions. Um, and it's, like, you can only answer in, like, the yes and no's. And they go all the way through, like, is it a bear? It's, oh, it's a monster. Like, so we know it's a monster. Is it a bear? Is it a horse? Is it whatever, whatever, whatever? And then finally he's like, oh, my gosh, it's Scrooge. And he's like, yeah. And then some of them are like, well, okay, but he is a bear. Like, he's mean. So, like, that was misleading, first off, for saying no. And he's like, <laughs> and Scrooge is like, people thought of me like that. And, like, so they keep, like, playing this game, like, all night long while he's there. And, like, he's throwing out his answers, too. And he's like, oh, my God. It was, and he's, like, getting them super lickety split. I mean, this is, like, in his head, right? So, of course, yeah, like, he's creating the question and the answer. So he really shouldn't be that proud of himself for getting it right. But he's stoked. He's like, oh, my God. This is amazing when he was at tiny tim's house with billy bob bob um he like asked the ghost and was like does tiny little tim with his little crutch like does he survive and the ghost is like if nothing changes in the present i do not see his soul here in another christmas and he asks again and the the ghost just repeats the same thing like no dude he's not so stop asking like tiny tim is going to die and so finally the ghost is sick (laughs) yeah finally the ghost is like homie okay next christmas you know what i see an empty stool and a crutch in the corner with no owner that's what it is like and he's like "Ooh, gosh golly that's not so great okay <laughs> and so then he's like hmm. but he's still straight on board like oh my god i'm being horrible i care so much about tiny tim and his little crutches and, oh my god my nephew and my niece and my family loves it so then he goes to christmas future and it's like 
he t- he's dead in Christmas future, actually. Um, Very far future. Yeah, because it's like all of a sudden we like jump to the future, and I'm how am I he's dying on Christmas Day? But well, I guess he is. So it's like these people are like, oh yeah, no, I heard he just died today, and they, he's like, hmm, what's going on? And they're like, oh, what's he gonna do with the money? I don't know. Probably just leave it to his like fitness. Like you sure shit not leaving it to anybody else. Like, and he's like, oh, yeah. and then somebody is like, oh yeah, this is the best shirt that he had. Like, there's not like a single pinpricker and somebody had the audacity to have him buried in it, but it's okay. Cause I took it before he, they buried him in it. So he didn't get buried in his best shirt. Cause whoever this lady is, I think it's like Jim Bob's wife or whatever. It's like, nope, taking it. And I was like, yes, get him back. And so he's like, literally nobody cares whatsoever that I'm dead. Like even like the nephew. No, there, nobody cares. The nephew was like. Actually, I don't know that the nephew's in this part, but like they're like, I mean, are we gonna have like a party? Like, is anybody gonna go? And somebody's like, I mean, if there's food, like I'll go if there's food. And then somebody's like, Well, I'll go if you go. But like, if you don't go, I'm not gonna go. Like, I'm only gonna go to hang out with you guys. I don't actually care about like. And he's like, Oh my goodness gracious! So then he goes back home. Now we're on part five, at the very end. There's like ten minutes left in the book. Also, if y'all didn't know how this goes spoilies i think most people did at this point you're I, you're alone on that one yeah i mean i knew like the premise like i knew, knew the that gist, like, yeah. yeah i knew that he like had the ghosts that they came and they changed his heart and he like stopped hating everybody i knew the, i knew the premise so yeah so now we're in the last little section here and he like wakes up with a start and he's like oh my gosh how long has it been what day is it they this could have lasted years and he like it's opens, still christmas present man rose open the window and he's like you saw down there what day is it and he's like dude don't shout at me it's christmas like chill the fuck out it's christmas morning and he's like they managed to do all of that in one night yeah they're ghosts man yeah and so then he like is still like screaming at this person at this point now he's screaming at a child maybe it was a child the whole time and he was like you is that giant prize winning goose still in the window of the butcher shop He's like, yeah, dude, it's hanging up right now. And he's like, I bring it to me and I will give you a shilling. If you can bring it here with the butcher in the next five minutes, I will give you more money than a shilling. I don't know. Half of something. I don't understand British money, but he's I like either. Yeah, but it, it was like a half a pound. And I'm like, I don't under, I don't know what that means. And like, so is that a crown. I don't know. I don't know. So the kid like, yeah, it's probably like jewels. Kid like pew, 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 runs off and like brings it back. And he was like, you're going to take this goose and you're going to take it to Tiny Tim's house. You know, Tiny Tim's house, right? You know where Jim Bob lives. And they're like, yeah, of course we do. He's like, this is a small ass town, dude. Like we all know people here. Like this isn't weird. It's like the 1800s. There's like 12 of us. Yeah. Like, yeah, we, we know who a house you're talking about. And he's like, don't tell them it came from me. I want it to be a secret. <laughs> I'm doing so I go on credit. I'm amazing. Yeah. I'm so good at this. And then he like goes over to the nephew's house and he like paces back and forth like 700 times. And then finally like runs up and knocks on the door before he can chicken out. And some very nice girl. And he's like, where is the Lord of your house? Where is your master of the house? she's like i don't know why he's like i am his uncle so then he goes and he gets to hang out with them and they like have a rip-roaring good time and then the next day comes and he's like i don't know i guess like shows up early to the office which he never does which surprised me because i feel like he'd be the man to get there early doesn't he like live above it yeah i think so Mm -hmm. we're like right next door it's a power play yeah so he's but he gets early now right and he's sitting there all positioned right in the door so we when you can see like jim bob come in and he's like hmm it's nine o'clock you're late 
and Bobby McBobberson is all like, I'm so sorry, so we're having such a merry good time last night. I lost track of time. And Scrooge and his like mean voice is like, well, we can't make a habit of this. So you know what I'm going to do to you finally, Bobby Crouch? I'm going to raise your salary. And he's like, what? You're going to? Uh-huh. Like, Come again for Big Fudge? Like, like I don't. <laughs> Did you hit your head, sir? Like, what is going on? Right? And he's like, okay? and he's like, ah, I'm going to be great. And like, okay. All in like a night now, like just 180. Like, he's a good person. I mean, like, and See, I kinda, people can change. Like, I kind of get it right. Because like, the Grinch never hated Christmas. He just hated the people who were mean to him. So like, yeah. the Scrooge, something happened along the way that made him like, grouch, Trashity. grouch. So sure, but yeah, my biggest one, all in all, it was actually good. I will listen to this probably like once a year now because like it's fun, it's whatever. Also, I have Christmas-y. to pick this as I was reading some other random book and they had like mentioned it and I was like, I never even oh, read that yeah, book. It's a book. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess I will. <laughs> um, and now that then once I saw that there's like five different narrators, I just picked this one because it like popped up first when I was, I was like the one that's I like included the Tim with Curry Audible. one's longer. Probably because I feel I'm like sure when it, I looked at it, it said it was like five hours or something. Yeah, it probably also talks a bit slower. Could be the pace, yeah. I mean, yeah, Tim Curry has got that pace. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna like really like drag out the story, dramatize for us. it. Yeah. yeah, where Hugh Grant is like, I'm telling you a fun old tale. So, which I think is like three and a half, but I sped it up because I was like, let's let's get. It I work can't our way listen it. to anything at like regular one anymore. No, nobody I every, cannot. Everyone talks too slow, so it's got to um, be like at least one point three at a minimum. Mm-hmm. so yeah so i mean overall good i decided like four and a half because i do not believe how quick this angry ass man turned around like i was thinking like Fair. okay like maybe at like christmas present he'll be like oh shoot like my nephew actually still kind of cares about me and he was actually inviting me to christmas like out of the goodness of his heart actually technically um the nephew was like i'm gonna keep inviting him too just because you know maybe i'll get in the will that way but like i also love him but also like maybe just maybe he'll give me like 20 bucks in the will so you know that's fine but so i figured like that would be when he was like oh wait a minute this isn't horrible but like his first little like oh my god i used to love christmas time as a kid like of course you did you weren't poor as a kid dude and even then as we saw with little broken timmy he had it and they are dirt poor so yeah like yeah i don't know that one just kind of annoyed me for like and maybe it's because like i do know like of more of like the movie bits and i feel like he definitely stays angry longer in the movie and like yeah more afraid in the movies like, like just from like the random clips i've seen i know in the movie like after the christmas past one i feel like he does do the whole like oh i did you know i did enjoy it as a kid but like things changed you know what i mean like that's mm-hmm. not real or whatever so like he wasn't as easily swayed by that as your as it sounds like in the book it like yeah he like him- he was like ready to like go jump out the window with the ghost of christmas present he was like take me on my merry way sir where's our magic carpet like ready to freaking just go for it um yeah and i really thought he was he would have fought it harder for how grouchy he was but yeah Either way, I mean, I'm still really glad I re- listen listen to it. I don't know that I would read it. I like glanced at it on the Kindle, and it's very old timey British, which is annoying to read. Um, it can be, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the narration versions, at least this one was really good. I think there's there's one that's like the like original one, which like has like it's like a really old man narrator guy. Um, I think that one mm-hmm. would also probably be really good because I think he do the voice of Scrooge a lot better, like a more like to that true of like, rah, 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 I hate the world. Yeah, but, probably. 
yeah but it's definitely one that like i'll listen to it again like it nice. was good yeah so glad i switched from you know the i hate my love interest and i'm gonna smirch his name all the time yeah i think we made the right choices to drop our uh drop our originals yeah but anyways um hope everybody as we said earlier if you celebrate christmas hope you had a good one whatever holiday you celebrate in december we hope it was good and we'll talk to everyone in the new year bye everyone bye Bye.